When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Welcome into the CHGO Blackhawks postgame podcast. Hawks lose 4-1 to the San Jose Sharks. Can you believe it? The Hawks lost. Oh, my God. We're presented by PointsBet. Use promo code CHGO when you sign up to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000. But that's not it. If you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership, which unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. That's two grand in free bets, a free CHGO membership, and a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker, all for making a $50 or more First-time deposit at PointsBet. That's Greg Boyson, Mario Tirabasi over there. I'm Jay Zawoski. Thanks for joining us after another Blackhawks loss. Fellas, uh, you could see the message Derek King sent in this game early was shoot, 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 put shot attempts on, and they seemed to do that unless they had a wide-open look. (laughs) And if they had a wide-open look, Taylor Radish would dump it into the corner where no one was standing. Alex DeBrinkett would try to make a pass across the slot. There were just a lot of frustrating moments in this one, but as we've talked about for the last few weeks, sort of since the trade deadline, you can't really knock the effort. You can just sort of knock the result. They played hard, but just it's hard to, to do what they did and still lose 4-1 to a Sharks team that is not very good. They tilted the ice back in their favor compared to Thursday night's game where they just completely got run off the ice. So it- yeah, the effort was there. They made the adjustments to try and be a little bit more aggressive uh, offensively and, and, and get more pucks towards the net. Um, they did that. It's just they didn't have – the difference was in between the pipes. Yeah. Kevin Lankinen didn't have his best game. And um, our, uh, K- uh, Kakinen, Kakinen. With, uh, with the Sharks – you know, he was, he, was, he was sharp when he had to be. And it's just that's just kind of the difference in the game. Um, yeah, yeah, I can't can't knock the Blackhawks' effort. They they were trying. They were they were you know trying to 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 get a win in a game that doesn't mean anything for either team. And even still, in in a game where there's you know there there's nothing to play for for both teams, the Blackhawks still just kind of I don't know. It's just it's just not good enough, and it's not entertaining. And and, and no. we have to sit here and talk about it. And it's like there's three more. That's that's the best I can take from this. There's three more of these that we got to sit through. Yeah. 
That's, All right, that's going to do it for the show. <laughs> that's, that's, that's three too many. <laughs> um, you yeah. know what, though? In, in two weeks, we're going to be like, damn, I, yeah, mean, I, know. I wish we had a game right, to talk yeah, about. Of course, of course. Uh, well, we'll have some playoff games. To yes, talk about. We, we will. We could talk about good hockey teams yeah. doing entertaining things on the ice. Uh, you, re- you need two E's to win hockey games. You need effort. You need execution. Blackhawks had one of those, yeah. which was one more than they had against the Kings. They had neither of those against the Kings. They had the effort, no execution. Guys, you know, hey, let's see how far close I could skate to the goalie before I shoot it. You know, why take the wide open shot from seven feet? Let me get right next to him and try and flip it over his pad, or let me pass it to a guy that's got three sticks surrounding him. How about Borgstrom skating himself? (laughs) Good old number 13. Borgstrom skating himself out of a scoring chance. Like, oh, I got an open look. Let me stick handle three or four times, uh, and I got nothing. Yeah, and all I'm going to do is put this on the pad of Kakinen and call it a day. And then... There's a reason he played five minutes tonight. Yeah. Man, it's, it's, is that all? <laughs> man, he spent almost as much time in the penalty box as he spent on the ice today. That's not a good thing. Um, yeah, I don't know what's more frustrating, Watch the watching the Blackhawks pass the puck a hundred times too many or watching them try to clear their own zone. Yeah, it's, it's just it's it's like hot potato in the defensive zone. And again, we saw it today. We've talked about this plenty of times. The forwards are just they're cheating. They're leaving the zone too yep. early. They're leaving their defensemen on an island and you don't have guys back there that are good at passing the puck under pressure. That's a skill. That's a skill that comes with a lot of experience. Seth Jones can do it. Jake McCabe kind of can do it. Yeah. But that's Justice about it. allegedly can do it. But mm. it, I, that's, I mean, those are the symptoms of having a young defense where, you know, we talk, when, when young players talk about the game being faster, yes, they're talking about the skating speed of the players, but they're also talking about the playmaking. You have to make decisions faster. You've got to move the puck faster. And that internal clock from these players it can make them play a little bit frantically and they're, they're trying really hard to, instead of taking an extra tick here or there and making a safer play, we saw Regula make a few, they made a really strong point to point out how well Regula played. It was kind of weird and over the top, but whatever. Um, but it just, those are the inexperienced things that the players have to learn is when you have those veteran forwards out there like Kane and Debrinkit and Tyler Johnson and Taves and even Kubli to an extent, you can't be leaving. When you had Jalmerson and Seabrook and Keith and Oduya and all and Brian Campbell and these puck moving defensemen, right. that's one thing, right? You don't have any of those guys right now. No, none of them. So you've got to. They have to change the way they approach their defending in the in the defensive zone. Those forwards have to stay back. They have to help out in in puck support. And it's been an epidemic all year with the Hawks, and it makes the defensemen probably look worse than they are. Because not only are they, you know, trying to, to make a pass that are probably not equipped to make, but they're also fighting battles by themselves where you see other teams, if a defenseman's pinned up against the boards, he's got maybe another forward or two there helping him out trying to win that puck. Too often we see Hawks defensemen out there on an island trying to f- fend off two or three skaters from the other team while the Hawks veteran forwards and some of the young guys too are just standing at the blue line waiting for the pass to come. That's not how you succeed, and that's how you have a shift like you had against L.A. where Jonathan Taves is out there for three and a half minutes 
sucking wind and breaking his stick when the shift's over because there's just not that commitment to puck support. And it's a little thing, and it's, and you know, maybe you think it doesn't mean much, but it means a ton when your forwards are just looking back, like, you need to get it? Get it to me? Can I have it? Can I have it? No. Go help. Go puck support. Yeah, when, you're in, when you're in Alex Regula and Alec Vlasic and you're, you're just a few games into this and you get the puck on your stick in your own zone, deep in your own zone, and then you look up the ice and there's three guys in opposing sweaters bearing down on you and the only forward you can see has his back turned to you and he's over the blue line. Right. And you've got, like you said, three guys from the other team between you and them. Yeah. I just It makes zero sense and you, you see it from guys that, should know better but that's so that we say yeah the effort was there yeah overall the effort was there but there are times where you want more effort and that's where you need it well it's also a situational awareness too right and I think part of it is the team is feeling frustrated offensively so subconsciously they're cheating I don't know if it's always a conscious effort to leave the zone too early, but they're saying, we need to go. We're down two. We're down three. We got to create some offense. But as we learned through the dynasty, good offense is created through puck moving defense and being effective in your, in your defensive zone. And the Hawks are just not that right now. And hopefully it comes and hopefully it develops and hopefully whoever the next coach is, be it Derek King or somebody else can pound that into their skull saying, you need to play defense first. You need to support your defenseman first before you start going looking for goals. And when you do that, we're going to have possession more, which means we'll have more goals. Transition is a five-man operation. Yeah. You can't just depend on one stretch pass to get you through the neutral zone every time. Well, and we saw a little bit of a defensive improvement when Derek King took over, but I think what we're seeing now is the effect that over time, not having a goaltender like Marc-Andre Fleury to kind of cover up all the blemishes that that this team has defensively is is, is having now because – you could get away with some of those things and, and get away with having a, a poorly timed turnover or losing a, a board battle in your own zone because you could have Flurry bail you out from time to time. Now you don't have that. So now it's it's and we've talked to you know, we've talked a few episodes uh, over the course of as the season's gone on here towards the end, talking about, you know, having to play so tight and mistake free because you don't have the 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 kind of caliber of goaltending to bail you out in those in those uh, in those moments, and now you have young players that are in this position where they have no backup, and it, it's just it it feels like a lot of tense moments for some of these young players and 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 for the veterans as well, um, defensively, and and I think it's it's just got a a little bit of it is like you said execution, a lot of it is commitment to making the you know making the the effort plays to to make the difference when all of that is intertwined too right so you've got the lack of trust in the goaltending you've got the lack of puck support defensively because the forwards are saying we're down we need to score we need to force some offense and you've got all of those things happening simultaneously that's how you lose 4-1 to San Jose right that's how it all comes together and yeah they skated hard and they forechecked hard and they they didn't they're not, in this game anyway, they didn't look like they were checked out. They were engaged, but you've got all these things kind of blobbing together, and it's making a really bad situation to be a Blackhawk. Mm -hmm. <laughs> because it's just, we don't trust our goalie, our defense is inexperienced, the forwards are cheating, and when it's all three of those, forget it. 
You're you're toast. You're toast before the the puck drops. And you don't have a goalie with any confidence. Right. Could, to, and then when he does make a stop, he kicks it right back to the middle of the ice. Uh, th- that first goal, the Sharks, that, that initial shot was not the score. The initial shot was they knew that let's get a shot on goal. It's going to get right back to the middle of the ice, have a guy there with a stick on the ice, and we're yep. going to get a goal. That's exactly what that was. So, you know, as, as Mario mentioned, when, when we had Marc-Andre Fleury, the defense looked better because he can make that big save and absorb the puck where mm-hmm. it was only one chance. But now we got a goalie that gives the puck right back, and if it's not scored off the rebound, the Hawks can't clear it out, right. and it just extends the shift even longer, and it's just wash and repeat, wash, you know, same thing over and over and over and over again, and it's three more games, three more games. <laughs> Thank gotta, you, baby Jesus. We got a comment from Hank in the chat. He says, Philly, Vegas, Buffalo, can we win one? Sure, we can. Will they? Will they is, yeah. the, uh, is the question. They can win one of those. Vegas is the uh, the home finale. Be a fun one to win. That would be a fun one to win. I would love to keep Vegas out of the playoffs. Vegas not ma- making the playoffs would just tickle me to death. <laughs> I'm tired of them. I'm over them. And the way they've treated players, goaltenders in particular, these past uh, nine months – for them to just not make the playoffs and go into another year of salary cap hell with nothing to show for it, I support that 100%. So, yeah, beating Vegas would be a lot beating of fun. Beating Vegas would be great, yeah. It's It'll, funny. The it, Hawks are a team where there are no assumed victories anymore. No. Like, oh, that's a, you know, Philly, they suck, so that's an easy win. No. No. The Hawks, I think the Hawks are that for most teams now. Buffalo, Montreal, Arizona, those are all teams where you're like, oh, okay. We can, you know, we can kind of pencil something in, take take a night off. Nope, like you said, Blackhawks are. If 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 other teams don't view them as that yet, they they have become that now. Well, here's an interesting storyline: the uh, regular season finale at Buffalo, week from fr- or this Friday. Wouldn't that be weird if that's Patrick Kane's last game in a Blackhawks uniform mm. in Buffalo? That'd be kind of. Ironic. Be. Not starting that rumor, but there's a possibility. Let's not start the rumor, but let's start the rumor. Well, let's start the rumor. <laughs> he, that's the only place he can be traded to. Yeah. Because it's where he's from. That's how it works. That's why everyone ever born in Canada only plays for the Canadian teams. Yeah. That's why Jonathan Taze will go to Winnipeg. Yep. Yeah. So let's see if we can get uh, – maybe they got maybe they still got some Ryan Miller jerseys in, oh, the, in, in the pro shop they could send us. <laughs> that trade was forever. But uh, – no, that would that'd be interesting. Uh, if that was his, if if he decides he wants to be traded in the summer, that his last game uh, in a Blackhawks uniform is in Buffalo of all places. But we'll see. Lots lots has to happen before that is is a thing. Yeah, Ryan in the comments says the Hawks are pretty they're pretty terrible to be honest. Flurry propped them up, and yeah, that's the point. Like we're having a goalie like Mark Andre Flurry make the team probably look a lot better than they were. And if you anyone who's um, a numbers person who would dig into the to the fancy stats after every game, after every month, whatever. Even with Flurry, they would tell you the Hawks are real bad. Yeah, they you know they they're, they should not be anywhere close to his you know his and not that they had a ton of success, but with Flurry they were a lot better. But you could see, I mean, look at the decline. As soon as Flurry left, they had a decent game or two right after the deadline, kind of like, screw you, it's us against the world sort of a thing. And then reality <laughs> struck, and they're like, oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, yeah, we're bad. We forgot. <laughs> so Yeah, it's 
and then you look at what Fleury's done since he's gone to Minnesota. It's like, wow, who who would have guessed a, a competent defense and a team that can score goals can make Marc Andre Fleury look like the All Star caliber goalie that he's still playing as, Funny and reignite him to say, oh, maybe I'll play more than one season. Mm, yeah, <laughs> maybe I like hockey again. I, I, I like that that uh, comment. And just a quick shout out to uh, Grace and David watching that home. Uh, yeah, it's funny. I wonder when he made that decision that he wants to come back for another year. Was it March 22nd, maybe? Like, hey, <laughs> I want to play hockey that again. Hey, this recently. is pretty cool. Yeah. Like, wow, winning is fun, damn it. Hey, we want to thank everybody for joining us in the chat. I know, um, you know, it's uh, we're just sort of playing out the stretch here. Three more games to go, and we appreciate your support when you subscribe to the podcast on your favorite podcast app. When you hit that subscribe button on YouTube, when you comment, all those sort of things, those five-star Apple podcast reviews, we love them all. But the best way to support us here at CHGO is to download that PointsBet app and use CHGO as a promo code when you sign up. If you do that right now, you'll get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but that's not it. Make a $50 or more first-time deposit, and you'll receive a free CHGO membership. That unlocks all of our web content and even a free T-shirt from the CHGO locker points bet is your home for live in play betting. And it just got even better introducing points bets, new feature live NBA, same game parlay for the first time ever. You can build that perfect live NBA, same game parlay only with points, bet. combine your favorite bets anytime during the game. Want more? You can also boost your live same game parlays, watch live parlay live and boost live with points, bet. And remember, online sign-up is available now in Illinois, so you can get everything from start to finish on that PointsBet app now. No need to go to a casino and get on their Wi-Fi and do a bunch of uh, hula hoop tricks and those sort of things. Just download the app, sign up from start to finish, and you're good to go. And use that code CHGO when you sign up. So what are you waiting for once the game starts? Don't just bet. Live your bet life with PointsBet. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Damn. Nice. Here it is. I uh, I went with a seven leg parlay today because I'm an idiot, <laughs> and uh, the first one hit. I was like, yeah, all right, one one for seven. Here we go. Uh, lost the next three. Ooh. So yeah, chasing the plus money as the uh, the the term I learned yeah. this, this past week. I'm willing yeah. to bet though. No pun intended. You have more money in your account than our, our guy, Sean. Yes, I, 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 I have done better in keeping my money in my account, but I think it's because I'm putting 50 cents on each bet. Doesn't <laughs> I'm matter. Stretching it Doesn't out, matter. Stretching it out much longer than he does. He's, uh, he's more of a risk taker than I am. That's a way to put it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's a way to put it. Uh, yeah, make sure you watch the CHGO bet show uh, with, with, uh, with Sean and, Sean and Cody. Uh, Sean and Cody. Cody. He knows what he's doing. He's doing good. Yeah, listen. And look, Sean knows what he's doing, too. He's just a bit of a rough patch for Sean, but he'll get it back. Mm-hmm. He, You know, he's leaving his own too early. Yeah. That's he what he's is, doing. That's just you very know? true. Once he's, baseball season and football season is over, you know, he starts betting some of that tennis tour, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Whatever, exactly. Whatever he can. Stop yeah. betting the American sports, Sean. Go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Some Jialai or whatever that is, maybe. Yeah, Russian? it's... Uh, Boy, it's it's just um, you know we're just sitting here and you watching the game. It 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 felt somewhat better, but the result again, it's just they're just not good. And I I feel like yeah we should get used to losing, but is it going to be this bad for the next two three years? 
You'd hope not. I mean, I would hope not, right? You, what, what what do you look for starting this October is not the results in this in the standings. It's not the scoreboard. It's it's going to be watching. Are we getting progression out of the guys we want to progress? Yeah. Are we getting something out of Kirby Doc finally? If not, if it doesn't happen next year, it's time to move on. Yeah. It, are we getting progression out of these young defensemen? Mm-hmm. Are are they getting better? Are we are we f- identifying guys that are going to be here beyond the next couple of years when we're good again? That's what we we get to watch for, and I think that will overshadow bad hockey. I think next year has it has to, but in, and you hope that it looks a lot different than the last month of hockey that we've seen because what we've seen in the last month is a team going nowhere and devoid of many players that are going to be around for the next few seasons when they start trying to build back up. And what you want to look for next season is progression in the young players, like you said, effort and a system. Like, is there, is there a system in place that you can point to and say, this is what the Blackhawks are going to try and do and try and implement with these young players as they as they build up and this is and what is the brand of hockey that the Blackhawks are going to play in the rebuild that will be successful and I think that that's that's what we're going to have to focus on in the next few seasons because what we're seeing now is just it's just a team riding out the final games of the schedule like like you said Jay earlier there were a couple games at the after the trade deadline where it was like oh the new guys are making an impact like there's seems like there's some sort of you know renewed energy but it faded away very quickly, and now we're just into this point where the team really feels like it's just like, okay, they're just like we are. They are just like checking off, okay, scratch that game off. How many more do we have left to get through? So I, th- I, I, I have a lot of hope that the, game, the, the way that they are losing games now is not the way that we're going to see games be lost. It'll happen, but not the way that most games that they lose in the next season or two are going to look. Like, we're not going to be sitting here begrudgingly watching a game like, oh, this crappy team. Like, you're going to know, okay, they're young. They're going to take their lumps. They're developing. You just have to see the progression uh, of of the players that are going to be around for a long time. Yeah, I think just what's frustrating about this whole year, (laughs) among many things, is there were some expectations. You sign Marc-Andre Fleury. You trade for Seth Jones. Uh, Even, like, Tyler Johnson a little bit. It's a guy you like, hey, two cups in a row, effective player Jonathan Taze is (laughs) Oh my god! That, well, that's, uh, <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> that's uh, that's it. That summarizes everything. <laughs> have, His leg fell off. <laughs> we have killed Jonathan Taves. <laughs> Called us a lower body injury. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, slam uh, down. Oh boy. R.I.P. Uh, <laughs> <the> poor Johnny. <laughs> That scared the crap out of me. Oh, my God. I saw it in slow motion happening. There, down goes Johnny. Oh, wow. That was a good run, Johnny. (laughs) He's even got it. He's like, palms up. The typical Taves pose. That's not a a voodoo doll bobblehead. Oh, boy. I think he's. Yeah, I think think Johnny is done. We need to get. We need to get. Now they're making out. Got, if you're listening on the podcast, you've got to go back <laughs> and go. watch the video and find the moment that Jonathan Dave just gives up on life. We need, yeah, there we go. Look at that. That is that is uh, that's a little unsettling. Uh, <laughs> hey, they're close, man. Don't judge it. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Wow. He's got the towel over their face so you can't see. Yeah, yeah boy. Uh, well, it was a good run. This is getting clipped for YouTube. We got to get an Alec Regula bobblehead in here. Stat. Oh, goodness. Oh, my Lord. All right. This, this seems <laughs> as good a time as any to get to our uh, four stars of the game. Yeah. Doesn't it? <laughs> oh, oh, my man. Lord. Yeah, this one is off the rails. Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Yikes! Uh, four, four star, four star of the game. Some some gorilla glue. Again, we had the entire <laughs> Blackhawks yes. roster to choose from because the three stars were all sharks. Kapo yeah. Kakinen, number one star goalie. Timo Meyer, second star. Alexander Barbanov, the third star. Good for those Is that guys. The shaving cream. Yes. Well, a little bit of foreshadowing. I like it. Oh. All right. I'm going to give my third star to uh, Sam Lafferty. Played hard. Loves the game. <laughs> All those sort of things you say about a guy like Sam Lafferty. Very, very coachy. Uh, yeah, he's, you know, he's out there playing hard. 110%. Yeah, I mean, I liked his game overall. Three shots on goal, two more shot attempts. He won 75% of his faceoffs, winning two, winning six and losing two. So, yeah, it's a guy who stood out to me many times during the game, so he gets my fourth star. All right, uh, I'm going to go with Tyler Johnson. Uh, he had the goal. He had the goal, so I guess the you got to go with him. You know, he did have a penalty. He took a kind of dumb cross-checking penalty, and, of course, the Sharks scored on that ensuing power play. But, you know, he still scored the goal. So, listen, this is a guy, I've said it before, this is a guy that, that could have packed it in and said, I'm going home a long time ago, comes back from neck surgery, works hard to get back, then suffers a concussion. One of his, Was it his first game back? One of his first games back. Yep. Misses a bunch early, of time yeah. and then, you know, has to be a healthy scratch for three or four games in a row. And since he's been back and since he's been on a line with Jonathan Taves and Dominic Kulik, that lines look pretty good. They've been noticeable. And Tyler Johnson is one of those guys, at least the last handful of games, you can't really say, well, he's not trying out there. He's right. playing mm-hmm. hard. He had four hits in this game. He put his ass too, off so. in this one. No doubt. So, you know, he's a guy that cares. He's a guy. He's a veteran that knows a thing or two about what pride is. And uh, he's showing that. That's the kind of guy you need to lead by example. Uh, you don't necessarily want to have a guy like him for that kind of money. But, you know, if you need that veteran leadership, he's a guy that I don't have a problem keeping around next yeah. year and, and, and t- maybe taking a few of these young guys under his wing and saying, this is what you got to do to win championships. Yeah, and like we've said, you can't have a team of 100% kids. You just can't because you're just going to lose – Four one every night. Oh wait, that's <laughs> happening anyway. But you get the point. You know, you can't just throw out the. You can't just call up the Ice Hogs and say go to it, because that's that's going to be detrimental to their development. Right. It's right. it stunts the development for sure. Uh, I went with Alec Regula. Uh, he was the the darling of the broadcast tonight. He was. Um, I mean, he he didn't play too bad of a game. I mean, yeah. there was there was a player too. You know, where he again looks like the very young uh, NHL defenseman that he is. Um, but I think this was another game where you know he 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 did the little things right. Uh, something that you wanted to see out of out of a defenseman. We talked about it earlier how <clears throat> transitioning you know him and and Alex uh, and Alex Vlasic transitioning to the NHL and, and getting used to the speed of the game. Um, I think we're seeing both of them both of them develop that uh, awareness a little bit more as as they've played more. Um, these last few games. And so, yeah, Regula had, had not, uh, not a bad game. He'll be a player that'll go to, to Rockford as they, uh, 
they clinched their playoff spot tonight, so he'll go back to Rockford eventually for the uh, for the playoff run. So, yeah, it would be good to see him. Uh, probably he'll probably finish out the regular season up here and then uh, head to Rockford. But yeah, not a bad game for yeah, him tonight. He's been a nice story because he's not been one of the highly touted defensive prospects. You know, we've had yeah Ian Mitchell on our radar. Nicholas Bodine's a former first round pick. Jakob Galvis yeah, was Isaac Phillips. Yeah. Has, has I think we all thought Kalnick was going to be a guy who played most of the games right. this year here too, and he just has not. Right, yeah. which is not a bad thing. And no. but it's been Regula who wasn't a draft pick. They acquired him in a trade uh, from the Red Wings for Brendan Perlini. Uh, I believe that the main. I think the main reason they got him was because he was a defensive pair of Adam Boquist mm-hmm. in London with the Knights. So they're like, hey, let's get Adam Boquist, his old defensive partner here. Now it's going to turn out that Regula could play more games as a Blackhawk as Adam <laughs> Boquist did. Crazy. What a crazy twist. So, yeah, nice nice stretch here for Regula. Still making the mistakes, but that's going to happen. That happens. You know, he had the bad pass that led to the two-on-one goal early in the second period. But you make those mistakes as long as you don't make those mistakes over and over and over again and you eventually learn from them that you, you could deal with it. I want to address a comment uh, in the chat from Erica. She says, uh, you guys keep trying to tell us Coach King is good with the young players, but I don't see enough of it. Well, I think if you go back and, and probably listen to the last five to seven of these we've done, we've had our four stars, most of them are kids, right? Talk about the development from when Vlasic was signed to now. Significant. Mm-hmm. That was a guy who... You know, Derek King himself said he's not ready for the NHL, and now he's your top pair defenseman with Seth Jones. Is he a top pair defenseman now? No, but that's a kid who's developing. Uh, Regula is is developing well. He's gotten posts tonight. Other games, he's been our four-star of the night several times. You look at the young players on this team, and yeah, they're making mistakes, but they're mistakes that you expect young players to make. The guys that are letting this team down are the veterans. Those are the guys, to me, who have just not done enough. And, Mario, you mentioned, you know, uh, Radish and and Kachuk. Both guys are, they're not kids, but they're not, like, old vets by any means. But they've they're, sort of... I mean, they're NHL rookies. Yeah. By, but they're, by definition. They're older rookies, though. Yeah. Right? Right. But yeah. they've, they've fallen off a little bit as the season's gone on. Taves has not been... And, look, when the season ends, we're going to hear, I would assume... A lot about Jonathan Taves still not feeling 100%, mm-hmm. yada, 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 and valid, whatever. But the kids, for the most part, have the arrows pointing up on most all of them. And I know the one that's the most important, Kirby Doc, has not made that step in terms of production. But as the season went on, as King took over, you saw Kirby Doc's all-around game get better. You saw him play in all three zones. You saw him be a little more effective defensively than he had been before. Yeah, the goals haven't been there, and the the generation of offense hasn't been there, but the other parts of Kirby Doc's game have come along a little bit. Not enough for me, for a guy who has chosen third overall, but I do think that when you look at the young guys that are that have been given chances on this team, given opportunities, late, especially lately, they've all kind of taken those opportunities and run with them, and... Don't you have to give Derrick King some credit for that? Again, I'm not saying he's the next Scotty Bowman or L. Arbor or anything like that, but I think he has shown a good rapport with the kids. His personality is uh, lends itself to a, a, re, a rebuilding sort of a process because he's not going to be too much of a hard ass on anybody like a John Tortorella would be or somebody else. 
I don't know. I, I, all I'm saying is I wouldn't mind giving him another season to have a, a full off season, to implement a system, to hire his own coaches, and to be given the full reins as head coach and see what he can do. Yeah. And if it doesn't work, there's no harm. You call him the Rockford head coach again or whatever, and you or you move on. It's okay. I just don't think that – I think I've seen enough growth from kids who I didn't expect growth from to think, hmm, maybe Derek King is on to something here a little bit. And I think to your point about, you know, the the personality and the and the demeanor that lends itself to a rebuilding team, that he's he's a player or he's a coach that will take a player and and be open and honest with them what they need to do to, you know, stay in the lineup or what they need to do to progress to becoming more of a of a prominent player. And, you know, you look at Dylan Strom when 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 he when King took over, Strom was scratched. Yep. He was a, a non-factor in in the lineup, and you know it, it took some time for for King to kind of get get him into the right the right fit, the right system. And and you know obviously we were all harping on it earlier on the year. Like Dylan Strom's not a not a fourth line center, not a third line center. He's not going to be your defensive center. He needs to be playing. In, a, in an offensive role, in a, in a in a top six role with other skill players around him to get the most out of him, and lo and behold, once he's put in that position and once he's given, you know, the leash to kind of find his way in that in in that role, he goes he he goes off and he goes back to the the Dylan Strom that we saw a few seasons ago, and and I think King's communication skills uh, have been much better to the players, to the media, uh, than I think Jeremy Collinson's probably ever were at this level. And I think that that's, that's something that young players, uh, a new generation of players, like he, like King talked about when he was on our, uh, on our show, there's a new generation of players where you can't, you can't just, you know, pound them down, pound them down, pound them down, uh, and, and say, and, and communicate to them that way. To get to get the most out of them, you kind of have to bring them along and put your arm around them and and, talk, and yeah. communicate differently to them. And I think he gets that, and I think he has done that effectively. And that is part of the progression of, you know, the younger players that we've seen, and also part of the rapport that he has with a lot of players that are going to be coming from Rockford in the next season or two, um, to kind of bring them along and say, okay, now you're here with 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 us at the, the NHL level. Now let's see where we can go from there. I encourage everybody to check out Mark Lazarus's piece on Dylan Strom from this week for The Athletic. Um, Strom talks a lot about how Derek King has impacted his season, and Derek King comments about how when Cowlton was head coach and it was preseason, they were in meetings, and Cowlton flat out said there's no place for Dylan Strom on this roster. Dylan Strom has probably been, aside from Kane and DeBrinkett, who are your two superstars, he's been probably your most effective player through the second half of the season. Mm-hmm. And Jeremy Cowan had no place for him. And look, King came in, gave Strom a fresh start, and Strom failed. And King, again, scratched him a couple times, gave him low ice time, and told him, this is what you need to do to play. Mm-hmm. And Strom got the message and has become effective since then. And he's done it with Philip Kurashev. He's done it with Dominic Kubalik. And when those guys have gone out of the lineup and come back, we've seen better performances from them sometimes in short spurts, but sometimes more sustained performances from both those guys. So again, I think it goes to the point where he's, he's able to communicate effectively what 
the players need to do to to succeed. We can dissect X's and O's all we want, but I think at this at this point in time in the rebuild, you need the right coach that can kind of guide players to be to progress in the right in the right ways. The if if you get that going, the X's and O's and the wins and losses will come with it. Yeah, and and and, and King when he was sitting here in the studio had told us his own journey can definitely help in this situation. He was a high draft pick, mm-hmm. struggled his came first right couple of years. Yeah, he, to his own admittance, came up too early and struggled. And, and then eventually, after learning lessons the hard way, he became a very effective player. He was a 40-goal scorer at, mm-hmm. at one point. And so he, he's got those lessons that he can now teach some of the guys that the Hawks will be bringing in. And and to me, it's it, it. There's no risk, high reward, kind of move. Best case scenario, you bring him back for a year. You let him bring in his own assistants, and you see progression, and you and, you, and he develops into a guy you want to keep longer. Worst case scenario, he comes in. The Blackhawks are terrible next year, and you got yourself one of the top three picks in the draft yep. next year. Just it, remember Dennis Savard and what he did yeah. for the young core of the Hawks and. He's not found a coaching job since, and he probably won't again, but he was the right guy to bring those young players along. Then when it was time to win, in comes Joel Quenville. And frankly, mm-hmm. Kyle Davidson has way too much on his plate this offseason to, to include a head coaching search, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got far bigger fish to fry than looking for a new head coach at this point of the rebuild. Next year is not about the results it's about right. the progression i think there's been enough progression from young players this season to warrant Derek king getting one more season and we see where we go yep i don't think we have, did we actually decide our fourth star did we pick our guy no we, we got interrupted yeah well i'll um, go with tyler johnson yeah let's give it to tyler right, johnson tyler too johnson. I, this Yay is, for scoring that goal well i want to point this out too ben pope uh from the sun times tweeting some post game uh quotes and here is tyler johnson quote our compete and everything is there. It's just our decision-making. We make the game way too difficult. We're all over the ice. We just kind of play one-on-one battles instead of playing as a team. When you do that against teams and structure, you just start losing. Seth Jones, quote, there's really nothing to be happy about. Just some unforced errors tonight kind of took it took us out of it. It's what we've been saying. It sounds it, like they listen to our show. Honestly, the it's the rooms. same stuff it's we've been saying. Tyler Johnson... Stuff. For the second game in a row, post game, yeah, has hit the nail on the head with his breakdown of it. And this is a guy coming from two consecutive Stanley Cup teams. He sees it. He knows what it's about. He knows what they're doing wrong. And for him to be as strong in the media as he's been lately, I'm I hate his contract. Right? You, it's something you had to take to get rid of the Brent Seabrook contract. But in terms of a guy I want in the locker room, whether he's scoring twenty goals or seven. That's the kind of guy who I think can have a really positive he's, impact he's like on an, a young He's team. like an assistant coach on the ice. He is. And I'm okay Absolutely. with that. And I think that's a guy who, when his playing career is over, will probably be in some sort of coaching role somewhere. I think so. He's got the, he's got the mindset for it. And, uh, you know, we, we talk a lot of sports here at CHGO Sports. We're the only ones that talk about pucks. Everybody else gets to talk about balls. But now... We get to talk about balls. Hey. Yes. Yes, we do. Because support for CHGO is brought to you by Manscaped, who's the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Their products are precision precision engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped's performance package 
the ultimate in men's hygiene bundle. Join over 4 million men worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer to you, 20% off and free worldwide shipping. We had a guy in here from Chile the other night. We can ship some razors to you for free if you're still here, and that's by (laughs) inserting the promo code BLACKHAWKS at manscaped.com. That's easy to remember. And if my math is correct, that's 8 million balls enjoying the products. That's a lot of balls. It's a lot of balls. Hey, I've used the product. I've used the product fairly recently. I don't believe you approve it. We've already got one mishap here. We don't, we don't, need, we don't need another bobblehead fainting. Um, but no, nobody likes cuts and nicks no. to their goodies. It's, no. it's bad. The last thing you want to see while you're looking down there is little drops of blood. It's, it's, it's terrifying. For many reasons. Yes. But one man, of the last things. Manscaped will... Not let that happen no. to you. They, 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 the Performance Package 4.0 has arrived, and it is a game changer. Inside this package, no pun intended, you'll find the Lawnmower no, 4.0 <laughs> trimmer, the Weed Whacker ear and nose hair trimmer. As I get older, I need that yeah, I need just that as bad. bad. Yep. Uh, crop Preserver Ball Deodorant. And you know what crop- that is? Deodorant for your balls. <laughs> hey, <laughs> no one needs stinky balls. And Ooh. Crop Reviver Toner, and I've been told... That they smell very good. You can revive your balls? That your balls smell good or the creams? Well, when you use the cream on your balls, <laughs> yes. Plus, there's you a, get a point. There's a 10-minute window where you, your balls smell good. <laughs> Thanks, Manscaped. Plus, you also get performance boxer briefs and a travel bag to yes. hold all your goodies. Because we all need a bag we for our goodies. For and for Manscaped <laughs> makes your bag as smooth as the United Center's ice. So <laughs> That's right. And don't forget <laughs> 20% off when you use the promo code Blackhawks. That's at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping anywhere in the world where you need help with your balls. Yeah, I mean, we'll take care the world, of you. That's a big ball. It is. Is it? Uh, that's what they you want you to believe, people. Mario. You ask some people. Yes. So that's, <laughs> once again, manscaped.com, promo code BLACKHAWKS, 20% off, and free shipping. Surprise your significant other with a landing strip. Yes. <laughs> Type in, you can, you, can, you can shave in the f- number of your favorite Blackhawk. Carve the Blackhawks logo <laughs> and send pictures <laughs> at Greg Boyson. <laughs> DMs are open. (laughs) I've gotten worse pictures than that on Twitter. What's great though is the light, because you sometimes it's hard to find. (laughs) There's a there's a light on the. Oh yeah, there's a little guide your way. There's a little guide light there. It helps you. Fantastic. You can you can shave your balls in the dark if you have to. And in shower, it is yeah, it's uh, waterproof. Yeah. It is waterproof, it is so waterproof. I can do. You TikTok can place place bets and place (laughs) and and shave shave my balls balls simultaneously all at the same time. I am a it's, multitasker, it's, my friend. You know, it's it's a one. Uh, Do you have a? Th- never mind. I'm not gonna <laughs> <answer>. <laughs> never mind. Well, now I'm curious. We'll talk about it off the show. <laughs> we'll, s- we'll see how big the water bill is at uh, at the Zawaski house. <laughs> how much yeah. time he's spending in the shower? Yeah. Well. <laughs> All right. Well, awkward transition. Well, we made it through that one. Yeah. 
Manscaped. Uh, speaking of hogs, uh, Rockford made the playoffs. <laughs> yes. Yeah, nice. Nice. <laughs> the ice version of them. Yes, the Rockford Ice Hogs are in the playoffs. Good for them. Uh, they announced a playoff tickets go on sale tomorrow. Yeah, Is that playoff correct? tickets not, on sale tomorrow. They are not wasting any time to cash in on Ice Hogs fever, baby. Well, they are a Blackhawks affiliate after all. Yes. yes. So, um, there you go. No, good for them. Uh, this is their first playoff appearance since 2018. Um, Reached the Western Conference Finals yeah, that they year. Beat the, uh, they beat the Wolves in the first round, upset them. They, they swept swept, swept the Wolves and the Manitoba Moose yeah. in the first two rounds. And they could; those are two teams they could be playing this time through. They're mm-hmm. currently in fourth. The way the playoff um, bracket is, the, the HL is funky as all hell. Um, well, it's <laughs> it's funny because Greg was uh, Greg Wasinski of ESPN just put out a uh, an article recently about expanding the NHL playoffs to twenty teams, and people lost their shit. And now you talk about the AHL playoffs and the 23 of the 31 yeah, teams. Basically, the bottom two teams from each division stay at home. Everybody won't else make it, makes yep. it. So the Central has five teams making it. The top three teams get a bye. The fourth and the fifth seed play each other. And the winner of that will play the Wolves in top the first seed. round, who are the top seed and one of the best teams in the AHL. Um, so right now the Hogs are in fourth, so they would have to play that play-in series. I believe it's a best of three or best of five. It's not just a one game. I don't think it might be a two out of three series. I don't. Okay. I'd have to check have to that, look out. that up. That seems but excessive. They are like literally like two percentage points behind the Milwaukee Admirals for third place to get that by, and then they would play Manitoba in the f- first round. So and they have one more game against the Admirals coming up this week. So that. As they like to say in the business, is a big game. That's fun. And uh, that AHL TV subscription, if you don't have it, uh, you can get just the playoffs, and I believe it's it's either twenty four ninety nine or twenty nine ninety nine, uh, and that's worth it. You're gonna want to watch the Ice Hawks because there's mm-hmm. a lot of guys on that team that matter for the future of this organization. And Almost Lucas their Reichel, entire defensive core. <laughs> seriously, you yeah, know, you're gonna get a, a number of those guys t- to come up to the Blackhawks. Uh, he uh, had an assist today, I believe. Yep. And he has tied the Ice Hogs rookie record for most points in a season, 51 points. Uh, he would have blown that by had he not spent yeah. you know, those three weeks in the NHL. But he's still got three more games left to pick up a point. I like his odds. like his odds, yeah. Uh, if, if that was a bet on points bet, I would pull the trigger <laughs> on that for more than 50 cents. I might, yeah, there that you that go. might be a whole dollar. Ooh. Um, but – and. Listen, if you get the AHL TV, you can watch. Uh, I'm going to try and make it to as many games as possible and, and cover them. Um, yeah, we're definitely going to talk a lot more Ice we're, Hogs. We're have some ice. Hopefully, playoffs. we're going to have some guests uh, on to talk Ice Hogs in the next yeah, few definitely. days. Some players, maybe uh, some uh, people that can inform all of us, give us a season in review. But if you get the chance and you're in the Chicago area, and you get the chance to make that trip out to Rockford for a playoff game, I highly recommend it. BMO Harris is a great little arena to see a game in. It's There's not literally not a bad seat in the entire house. It's, they f- what, 5,000-seat top? Oh, the Coyotes could play there. Yeah. I mean, no, I, I, no it's, it's actually, I think it's bigger than the Coyotes. I, I, I think, think it is, be, yeah. yeah. So, uh, But it's a great little arena. It's an hour and 15 minutes away if you live in Chicago. Tickets are going to be very affordable. Mm-hmm. And you get to see some future uh, Blackhawks play in some really meaningful games, which, you know, when was the last time a Blackhawk player, no matter AHL, NHL, has played in a meaningful game? It's been a while. It's been a while. So yeah. I totally recommend if you can make the trip 
to one of those playoff games. You won't regret it. It's a lot of fun. They put a good good production there, and it's family friendly and lots of fun. And they might, been, end up, uh, they might end up playing the Wolves, so they might be playing right out in Rosemont that, too. That would be fun too. Uh, that'd be a fun second round matchup, a little rivalry. The Wolves don't want to see the Ice Hogs. The Ice Hogs have dominated the Wolves. Yes. The Wolves have been one of the best teams in the AHL in the entire league. I mean, they clinched a division like two weeks ago. Yeah. Um, but they can't beat the Ice Hogs, especially at home. Yeah, Ice Hogs are are five zero and one against the Wolves in Rosemont. So uh, the Wolves don't want anything to do with the Ice Hogs because they've uh, they've been owning them. Who owns Wolves? Ice Hogs. By the <laughs> way, for those keeping score at home, it has been one thousand eight hundred and thirty four days since the last Blackhawks playoff game at the United Center. That's it. I'm willing to bet we're going to get to at least 2,000 before we see the I next I think that's slot. fair, yes. Well, yeah. I think that's <laughs> a safe we're bet. Gonna, we're going to get to 2,000 before we can start counting down the days to the next one. It's going to be a while. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's exciting. I mean, and I think, I wonder, a couple of years ago, uh, when I was doing the Madhouse podcast with James Naveau, we did a couple events out with the Wolves and talked to some of their brass. And I was always curious, like, why are the Wolves always so good? They have a different sort of... Um, I don't know what you would call it, like a different plan than Rockford, where Rockford is purely developmental for the Blackhawks. The Wolves have permission to kind of bring in guys that have no NHL. Right. Um, I guess aspiration is probably the wrong word, but guys past their prime mm-hmm. who make them better than your average just farm team, and that's why the Wolves are consistently well, good and competitive. They're still independently owned. Right. They're not owned by their NHL farm clubs. So if it was up to, uh, if it was up to the Wolves – they would be an independent team. They wouldn't be affiliated with anybody, but that's just not how it works anymore. And that's why the Hawks and Wolves have never gotten together on an affiliation. Right. Right. Yeah. Even though it makes the most sense. Yeah, it wouldn't happen. But the Wolves always, the Wolves' main goal is, yeah, sure, send us some of your rookies. We'll help develop it. But we want to win a Calder Cup every year. Yep. And that's why they go out and they get, you know, your your Stefan Nasons and your, your Andrew Polaroskis who are leading the league in scoring. These are guys that are, you know, years past, you know, Curtis McKenzie's, they go out and get these guys just to play for the Wolves. And if it was up for, I know for a fact, talking to ownership there for the years I covered them, they, you know, they would love to be able to just get a group of guys and keep them there for four or five years in a row Mm -hmm. and kind of have an identity with their fans as well. So it's a different beast the wolves but it it works i mean they're not they're they're not they're not they're not owned by they're they're the carolina hurricanes affiliate now they're not owned by the hurricanes they don't have the paychecks coming in from carolina right they got to sell tickets to to Mm -hmm. pay the bills so what what sells tickets winning Winning teams so that's why they always put together a winning team well and for how long were they you know when it was the bill words blackhawks where the wolves like come see winning hockey instead, <laughs> and it worked. Yeah. yeah, that can't that anti Blackhawks campaign absolutely worked for the wolves for they, years. They, out, they outdrew the Blackhawks. Yeah, a couple of those years. they don't do that anymore because I think the relationship between the two teams is a lot better than it was back then. Um, but you know them getting Pat Foley as soon as the Hawks let him walk away for a while. That was not by mistake. The Wolves are a well-run they got, organization. They got Billy Gardner. Yep. They, that they, wasn't a mistake either. No, of course not. So uh, it's going to be interesting. I'd love to see the Hogs and the Wolves. Uh, it's a rivalry. In the it mm-hmm. is a rivalry. Yeah, Though the the teams don't like each other, and the fan bases don't like each other, and there'll be a lot of Ice Hogs fans in the stands at the All State Arena, and vice versa. There'll be a lot of Wolves fans going out to Rockford. So 
Uh, it, it'll be a lot of fun. We need to find a game, a Rockford playoff game, that the three of us can do, go to and ask them if we can do a post-game show from a, uh, a suite or something. Yeah. I yeah. mean, that would be awesome. That would be, that'd be pretty that'd cool. That would be so fun. I would love to do that. We should uh, get the wheels in motion, as I'm promising things I don't know if we can do. <laughs> I would assume that would be okay. I'm assuming that they could find a way to make that work. Uh, someone who has worked the press box there many nights, the Wi-Fi there, ooh, I don't know. <laughs> okay. If we can get the Wi-Fi to work, I don't see why they wouldn't let us do that. Fair enough. We'll uh, speaking of pro- Natalie, pro- you want to go to Rockford next week? <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, speaking of programming notes, we are expecting a conversation with Chris Vosters this week. Uh, I think Tuesday is the plan for now. Uh, as soon as we have a confirmation on that, you can we'll tweet it. Uh, at chgo underscore Blackhawks on Twitter, and it will be all over all of our social medias. And by the way, make sure you're following CHGO Sports on Facebook. Uh, we just opened that page a couple weeks ago. We're on TikTok. We're on Instagram. We're everywhere. So make sure you're following CHGO Sports. And for us specifically, chgo underscore Blackhawks on Twitter. Yeah, and if you're loving all of the uh, content on social media there, uh, another good way to support us is to uh, check out Athletic Greens. Uh, I will say that there are no ball mentions in this read, so uh, the kids uh, yeah. kids are safe for this Ooh. one. But uh, Athletic Greens <laughs> is uh, is on here. They are uh, proud of their AG1 product. Uh, it is a once-a-day formula designed to improve your gut health, optimize your immune system, and give you more natural energy. Put one scoop of that in a cup of water, and you are absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to start your day right. I had mine this morning, uh, feeling pretty good. I got a busy, uh, had a busy day today. A uh, lot of, with the weather being how nice it was, I would definitely try to take advantage of uh, being outdoors. Cut the cut the lawn. Uh, took my daughter for a walk. Uh, it was it was it was good. It was it was good. Uh, tomorrow, uh, got her baptism. So we're having a oh, oh nice. We got the baptism. Congrats. Got the. Uh, uh, families coming over, hanging out uh, tomorrow. So another busy day. I'm definitely going to start my day with uh, with the scoop of athletic greens there. And it's good if you have uh, different dietary restrictions, whether it's gluten free or keto or paleo, vegan, dairy free, whatever it is. Uh, with AG One, you're good to go. It's easy to incorporate into your life, no matter how busy you may be. And right now, it's time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. Just one scoop and a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. And to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash Blackhawks. That's athleticgreens.com slash Blackhawks to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. There you go. You said there was going to be no ball references, but you did reference mowing the lawn. There you I go. See what you did. Wow. Oh, testicles. Oh, yeah. There, I did it. <laughs> How do you feel about that? Um, unrelated. <laughs> Stop the balls and testicles joke because I'm going to reference my wife. Big fan of the athletic greens. My wife. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it's 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 been you know it's do it's doing what it's supposed to for me. I, I definitely feel uh, a lot more energized before having coffee. I had to have some f- because the game almost put me to sleep. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, it, you know, I, starting my day with that, it it I feel like you know it it gives me a you know a, an energy kick. Uh, I feel just yeah, just better 
gut health. You know, we had some some Lou Malnati's pizza tonight for uh, just to offset for, the athletic for greens team completely. dinner. Yeah, well, that's the thing is, I, I have my athletic greens in the morning, and I'm like, ah, oh, I feel great. It's something great for my health, and then I can eat burgers and pizza and donuts and all this other stuff that I probably shouldn't be putting in my body, but I do. And uh, yeah, I, I can I can be the the I can maintain being the skinny in two fats and one skinny. See. Now, we saw the video of making the rounds on social media of the guy dipping his hot dog in his beer at the Yankees game. Yeah, I don't know have if I Have you do dipped that. your lose in the, into your athletic greens? Uh, I have not, <laughs> and I probably will not. Yeah, because I don't think I don't think that'll I don't think that has the same uh, the same (laughs) combination benefits as hot dogs and beer. I'm not against the hot dog, and I'm not outraged by that. Well, you know that's what the competitive eaters do. They dip their hot dogs in water. So what's the difference? That or my thing was it was a a plain hot dog, so there's no relish or onions getting in his beer. Yeah, that's fair. And and, uh, like, yeah, if there's mustard on there, then you're getting that in your beer. Then no, but I mean, who who hasn't cooked a hot dog in, in beer? So no one I want to know. So hot dog, <laughs> hot dog flavored beer, beer flavored hot dog. Did, what's what's was that a Limp Biscuit album? <laughs> uh, I think you know. I don't know. Hot dog flavored water. I believe <laughs> okay. is what it was called. Ugh. Anyways, all right. Beer's this, better. This has been the weirdest <laughs> show ever. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yes, it has. Just been. wait to the off season when we have even less to talk about. Now nah, we're gonna we got we keep saying that, but like we have. We've had so many conversations at, like during games, like, here's something we could do. We should do this. We have a bunch of stuff mm-hmm. yeah. that's in our hip pocket for the offseason um, that's going to be a lot of fun. I got the feeling the Blackhawks will be giving us plenty of content there that, will be we a, don't, mm, that we weren't yeah. expecting. There's going to be some newsworthy things to talk about. So, Absolutely. Yeah. All right, before we wrap up, I want to remind everybody one more time that if you enjoy CHGO, the best way to continue our growth is to download the PointsBet app and use that code CHGO when you sign up. Not only are you going to get two risk-free bets up to $2,000, but if you make a $50 or more first-time deposit, you'll receive a free CHGO membership. That unlocks all of our web content, and you'll even get a free shirt of your choice from the CHGO locker. And remember, online signups available in Illinois. Download it, sign up, start to finish in the shower while you're manscaping and drinking your athletic greens it is the easiest thing in the world to do. You'll be signing up for the fastest sports book, easier than ever, so you can start living your bet life in seconds. So what are you waiting for? Once the game starts, don't just bet. Live your bet life with points bet. Gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're going to wrap things up. Hopefully everybody's going to have a really nice uh, weekend, nice Sunday. We'll be back on Monday on the CHGO Blackhawks podcast.